0: Evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We the folks can be fine, the methods of the madness, reasoning the unreasonable, make sense out of nonsense, because this is okay.
1: Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? That was money. That was a good one. Come on, you gotta give me credit for that.
0: (laughs) It's so much more produced and like the video, too, than really uh any of these other songs we've been doing. Like, tick TikTok videos is the Utter worst production and everything. It's this this like two foot wide. Every TikTok video is this fucking two foot wide part of s- someone's bedroom wall where you can see it, you can see the, the you know the crown molding right next to it of the the, <laughs> the the whatever. It's the, dumb. kind of production.
2: Honestly, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, honestly, I uh, I'm used to hearing the Beatles be uh, sung by somebody other than Paul McCartney, so I felt right at home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh to give this song don't know what we're talking about we can go back to episode 25 or whatever it is that one even got
2: cabbage
1: to give people context about this song uh it was done by a band named bam uh and they are like four neuroscientists from the from western university in, in canada Oh my god, smart and funny. And they played this on CBC, like on, on live television for Canadians to to listen
2: to. My favorite part <sighs> was when they kept going to the uh, art the newspaper articles because I kept reading them. Like the stupid video, they go to these newspaper articles, and uh, I read them in the most sarcastic voice because it's like study shows vaccine to be in quotations highly effective. Yeah. And I'm like, I just it makes the sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh oh by the way since i always do this right after the intro if you'd like to call wait, wait, in wait wait
0: you're, you're on three strikes it's bob's turn
2: oh sweet all right go for I, it i
1: always wanted to do this if you guys want to call in i don't know what you're talking about because i've never messed it up once 833-666-911 that's 1 833-666-0 Nine one one. Yeah, you
2: fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> just is perfect, man. This is perfect. Now, it was like how Aaron says it, except not annoying. How oh, you get out of and here? And condescending. He said thirty-three <laughs> twice before all the single-digit numbers.
1: Oh, should have been one. Nah, eight, you three, three, six, yeah, you're right. Six, all right,
2: three, I fucked up. One strike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how many callers in we get
2: this <laughs> week. I got <guy's> so excited <laughs> when that. you said it. I was like, "Ha ha! I'm not the only one." <laughs> Fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we so got? What do you got week? for us, Josh? You guys are gonna get, I'm. This is where I get excited. I want. I want to be convinced of something. What do you got to convince <laughs> me of here, Josh?
0: Uh, do Do you want me to start out the thesis or start out with the the coy rhetorical questions? <laughs>
2: oh God! What, what as long the, as there's a thesis in there somewhere, you don't have to start <laughs> right out with the thesis. <laughs> you You know, tease us a little bit, but. Josh, can can I just say later or else I'm going to make fun of you so much.
1: If by the end of the show and you've given your whole presentation, if Aaron comes up with a better conspiracy than you do, (laughs) I'm going to be
2: very upset with you.
1: So the question, when we get to the end, and it's the gun to head question,
0: whose gun is to whose head? That's yeah. that's who wins. Yeah.
2: You know, you know what it is. I I don't even want that. I don't care who comes up with a better conspiracy. I just want by the end of this to know where Josh stands on it, and not just be like <laughs> I don't even know what he thinks. <laughs> True. Yeah,
0: that's a good start. That sounds like a sounds like a failing on my part.
2: But,
0: um... Okay, let's let's get into this. So we all know about the whole. Uh, founding fathers were Freemasons the Washington DC is shaped like or the streets are shaped like the, the Masonic symbol whatever and that that big
1: influence in the founding of America
2: not to interrupt well, what, but actually guys, it
1: forms a pentagram yes. it's laid out in a <laughs> oh, pentagram thanks. that's that's what I was thinking actually um huh is it a pentagram oh Jesus
0: Christ I, I should uh, you, probably
2: go outside sometime well technically the Freemason <laughs> symbol I think is, you could say it's part of a pentagram <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, close enough. Close to put enough. it in anime but,
2: terms, you're standing right in the middle of one of those like alchemy things. You're just gonna like you're just gonna dissolve into the air, so that one old grabbler can like cast a spell.
0: Uh, that's uh, we've learned anything from the history of America. It is the, the law of equivalent exchange between a you know a citizens <laughs>
1: and a, a government. <laughs> <laughs> kind of actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you don't think that uh, let's get into what. What do you guys think the Freemasons had to do with the founding of America? Since you, you apparently didn't think, you know, the whole city planning part of that was uh, an actual, um, you know, influence.
2: I think it was an influence, but yeah, I think a hundred percent wasn't it. Yeah, I think the Freemasons are satanic as fuck. So I think a pentagram fits right in, even if it's not their stupid compass.
0: Um, interesting, interesting. Considering their, you know, main premise or main, main tenant is that they're a uh, brotherhood of man under the fraternity of God. Uh, does it, you're, you're Satan anywhere in that uh, in that statement?
2: Yes. You know why? What they do is they invert reality. They that's how they they don't trick you by going, "I'm into Satan." Blah, 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 blah. They just go like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no God." But also, it's cool to be gay and uh, like they just start inverting every single thing you believe in until it's "Do as thou wilt." That's that's how it works. It doesn't. You know, the, the devil doesn't come as a monster with horns. He comes at you uh, in a nice suit with something Yeah, but it,
1: it's it's not like they have any symbolism of, like, Baphomet or anything like that. <laughs> that would kind of keep people off. Yeah, they? they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't of have portraits would of not
2: George Washington doing the Baphomet with the Constitution. <laughs> they wouldn't do, oh, it wouldn't do oh, anything oh, like oh, that. Oh, I
0: mean, <laughs> picks will be in the show notes. You all decide for yourself, uh... <laughs> You know Ooh. what level of demonic influence you think uh, literal Baphomet iconography? The
2: Statue is. of Liberty definitely wouldn't just be a carbon copy of Lucifer summoning his legions or anything. It, it's just Lady Liberty.
1: Well, that's the French. That's the French, okay. not the Freemasons. <laughs> uh, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into
2: the French. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's the French, not the Freemasons. Ah, Bob, is that what you're? About? Well, is I, that what you're I, saying? I, guess, I don't know. This is my public education <laughs> All right, talking. we'll keep going. <laughs> we we have already distracted Josh's point too much.
0: No, so it sounds like you think that the Freemasons had a lot have had a lot of influence throughout the history of America. Yes. Do you think they yeah. had much to do with the Revolutionary War, like you know, getting into it, succeeding in it, kind of what America became out of that?
2: Presumably, all of it. Kind of. Yeah, I can't like really <laughs> prove it, but I kind of feel like secret societies used. The Revolutionary War to have a base of operations away from the crown or the church. So, like, you think they just you know took
0: advantage of the situation, or uh, they took a more active role? Like, what did these people actually do? Who who were these people? What? How does what does it mean in your head?
2: I feel like they were heavily heavily funded by grabler bankers to get to operate a country outside of the crown, almost like a business.
0: I mean, that would be uh, interesting. The the financials of the Revolutionary War aren't that clean cut. We kind of got some, you know, a couple French loans, uh, some some American credit. Um, you created a central bank with uh, R- uh, Robert Morrison, I think his name was. But that was pretty much based on all of his own personal credit. And, um, you know, just kind of a bunch of other donors and tri- contributors throughout these uh, the years of the revolutionary war and we came out of it in a ton of debt yeah so I, I don't it never know seems that, to get
2: uh, recorded that well when it comes to who funded a certain war it always gets obfuscated right there i don't know why
0: i mean the the question of uh you know somebody's credit being good for some amount of funding or paying soldiers like what, would these, what does was that really add up to but um I, I don't know that the america coming out of the revolutionary war was really a big profit for anyone
1: yeah, mostly the the founding fathers kind of they put up their own riches, their own wealth uh to to front the war a lot of them did. Like I know specifically like George Washington, he like put like a- almost all of his capital into the the war front. Yeah, and that av- investment hey, didn't pay off at all.
0: Uh not for him personally. Like when George Washington retired to his um, Mount Vernon estate, he he like had to take up distilling to have, you know, any money left and you know, when the, the Robert Morrison guy, when he uh, did all of his stuff funding eighty years eighty one through eighty three of the war, like he he ended up, uh, you know, going to debtor debtor's prison later in
1: his life and dying practically penniless. Like
0: these guys didn't seem to really benefit from the war.
1: You know, other oh, what's than that smug look on your face. Other here? than freedom and liberty. Yeah, other than freedom and
2: liberty. That that's story about Robert Morrison or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. He just spent every day. He had enough money to fund an entire military, and then just died penniless. And no one ever heard of him. We never talk about him in history. That's like one of the most patriotic things ever, and no one talks about him at all. And it just seems a little too convenient. Seems like a little Mr. Deed situation. Oh, hey, America, you have a an uncle you never knew about. Here's a billion dollars, and go fight the British. Like, and he's gonna (laughs) die, and not he's not really a main character anymore. So don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, that is very strange. and I never really got to the bottom of uh, why history doesn't talk about him at all.
2: Yeah, because I feel like he doesn't exist. I feel like it's all Graveler loans, and they just did it under the pen name. Uh, Bob Morrison. Bob's <laughs> loans.
0: <laughs> well, then, then who was who the superintendent <laughs> of
2: finance and like founded the first uh, first central bank during the war for the, for the Continental Congress? I don't know. Who knows? Probably Benjamin Franklin's fat, greasy ass well, in between murdering children in his house in France and, uh, you know, banging a bunch of whores and doing his uh, Freemason meetings over there, probably grabbing a bunch of grabler gold and bringing it back to America so they could go fund a war against the British. Probably the real story. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, this, this gets back to it. Benjamin
0: Franklin is the uh, primary instance of a, or he's like the most involved Freemason of the founding fathers. It, the rest of them, you know, there were some that were involved. Uh, the, the one French guy, actually, the Marquis de Lafayette, he was one of them. The, the one German guy involved, um, I don't remember his name, but the, the, they hired some German general to come fight with us, but he, he was a uh, Freemason. But, like, the main suspects weren't really that involved with uh, the Freemasons, like group at all. Or, like, only a little bit, or at all. George Washington, there's some record that, like, he showed up at some meetings, and he mentioned the Freemasons in a few letters. But otherwise, he, he wasn't uh, you know, a grandmaster or anything. And um, everyone else, like, are misremembered by history. Uh, and effectively, 100 years later, people just made up the fact that they were Freemasons, even though there was no record. That, that, was, that was an interesting thing I was running into. So, Founding Fathers, Freemason influence. There seems to be a bit of a disconnect upon further scrutiny. Hamilton wasn't a freemason, Jefferson wasn't a freemason and there was someone else too. But that was uh, kind of completely made up at some point later in history. Um for whatever reason, I uh don't necessarily know.
1: Probably stolen valor. Or, I mean that's kind of there. So there's two options here. You either have like the freemasons attempting to take credit of something or someone another group trying to
2: Pin it on the Freemasons.
1: Pin it on the Freemasons for some reason.
2: They act like they're more. I bet it's the Freemasons trying to be like, we're so much spookier and more powerful (laughs) than you could ever imagine.
0: Hmm." (laughs) So I I found a record of both, actually. There was um, an 1893 uh, Freemason internal journal um, where they took credit for a lot of the Revolutionary War and the Founding Fathers. And they are like, were, oh, they're, they're one of us, George Washington, one of us, let's build this giant temple in, in his honor. He's one of us. And um, it, and then there were also people trying to attribute it to, to the Freemasons. There was this, uh, the, what was it? The, one of the things was um, this painting in 1926 where this guy uh, painted a Freemason meeting and kind of just put all the Founding Fathers in there even if they weren't members. So that's where the Hamilton and Jefferson comes from. Um, there was a, a guy, like, contemporary, what, 1798 was his book, John Robison, uh, the, the book was, what was it, uh, Proofs of a Conspiracy something something, um, but, a Proofs of a Conspiracy against all the religions and governments of Europe, and he did a lot of the attributing Freemason stuff in America. So, I found evidence of both, the Freemasons, Stolen Valor, and other people trying to get them involved. Um, but... The, that's kind of all just made up. Did the Freemasons actually play that big a role?
2: So wait, Jefferson wasn't a Freemason? Uh, I found no evidence of it. Good. I want to I like Thomas Jefferson. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson's by far the best of all the Founding Fathers. Like he's well, definitely Hamilton's up there with Hall them. Tammer. What's that?
1: Hamilton's up there with them, though. No, Hamilton's like the worst. Oh, Hamilton's evil. He's the he's
0: the central he's bank guy. Like,
1: <laughs> he's
2: a banker. He's a bank sellout.
0: Oh no! Oh, he he God. was Morrison's
1: <laughs> friend who went and founded the actual first central bank. Uh,
2: oh, yeah.
1: He caught me instantly.
2: <laughs> yep. Pro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't give up on one of his own. <laughs> it was a long shot, but I had to
0: take it. Yeah, the, the Jefferson thing. Um, he had like. Participated in ceremonies that were hosted by the Masons, and he he laid the cornerstone in Charlottesville, like so. It made him look like he was a builder, like a Mason, but he he was didn't actually participate in any meetings
2: or wasn't a member. Huh. But the Freemasons aren't like Masons, like literal Masons. So they
0: they were for a while, but then sometime earlier in the 1700s, they kind of transitioned to being this this fraternal social group, um, or or primarily that rather, and. That, uh, that's one of the interesting things where, from being literal masons, they went to having a uh, a philosophy behind them and having this, this cultural identity behind them, and that is where I think they actually came into play with the uh, Revolutionary War. I don't think they were, you know, uh, manipulating things behind the scenes or started the war, or had some ulterior motive for, or in like getting a bunch of profit, et cetera, et cetera, but. It's kind of their um what call it their philosophy that came out of the war, and there's a do I have it here there's a quote by um uh, George Washington in a letter to i think it's to a Masonic Lodge where he he cites uh he cites Freemasonry and the principles of Freemasonry as being part of um the founding of America and as uh in as himself as being like, in alignment with them and, and liking them. So that, that's kind of where I see coming in. It's just a little bit on the cultural side and an influence for some of these key figures. But otherwise, it doesn't seem to have influence of war at all.
1: So which of the Founding Fathers were like confirmed Freemasons then?
0: So I, I have uh, Benjamin Franklin, uh, George Washington... Marquis de Lafayette and uh, Baron von Steuben, um, as as the main ones. Some of the others might have had a, you know, a bunch of founding fathers might have had a lesser involvement, but th- those were the main ones.
1: Okay, so not too many of them. Definitely not not enough not to 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 say that Freemasons had like a huge like kind of coercion in all this. Uh, no, not from anything I could find, no. but not not to say they didn't have it like a large investment in getting away from the crown, though, it, just like any other country or region under like the the British now, Empire.
2: Do you know who did the sure, painting? But but like, who? There's actually a who was trying oh, to attribute. Yes? Who do you know who was trying to attribute them to all being Freemasons?
0: Yeah, it's this, this guy called Dunsmore. Uh, I think it's John Dunsmore, and um, he couldn't actually find much on him he was just some painter in the early 20th century and it everyone cites hat like he, he says oh it was my artistic license quote-unquote artistic license that i put these people in this event that weren't there um so but i, I yeah i couldn't I, find much on. i
2: him, guess the reason it's easy to believe is that they're so prevalent in everything now like when you see just current yes. day like the queen of england you know is like always has like freemason pins and like always doing tons of freemason shit like uh every astronaut that ever walked on the moon was a freemason um oh really yeah yeah cool fun fact um uh,
1: this is, i'm getting really excited about this
2: <laughs> yeah so it's just i guess it's probably easier for us to believe that like they are more involved but i guess i mean benjamin franklin he gets a lot of credit for some reason
0: so, so there's a secondary element here. I don't know that Bob's uh, thought that they wanted to get away from the crown makes a lot of sense. Their Freemasons are kind of, you know, originated or centered in uh, in England at the time, at least. And they seem to be doing fine enough from, uh, from from what I was reading. However, there seems to be the second element there that does want to get away from the crown, which is uh, like what Benjamin Franklin's other identity was. Oh, a devout Jesuit Catholic. That seems to be kind of the, the other thing going on, uh, a, a through line between some of these secret societies, is this, this secondary influence. And um, I found a handful of quotes and a handful of uh, you know, um, assertions that the, the Jesuits were um, infiltrating the American, Free, uh, the American Freemasonry and all of that stuff, um,
2: well, wasn't George Washington was tied to a lot of Jesuits actually? Wasn't he, the Carroll family or whatever?
0: He he was tied to them. He was never uh, a Catholic during his life, but there's a rumor of him um, on his deathbed having uh, seeing only a Jesuit priest and converting on his deathbed. So, yeah, I don't know yeah, if
2: he a was there. a uh, Jesuit himself, but he, he had like a lot of his the group he ran with were. Yeah, no, um, d- definitely from, from what I was reading. And yeah, here, here's the line. Uh,
0: at, at this time, the Jesuits took a more active hand in Freemasonry than ever. They insinuated themselves into the English lodges uh, where they're caressed by the Catholics, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but uh, they took Freemasonry with them to the continent. Uh, oh, sorry, that's the European, whatever. Uh, but there, there's some more stuff with Americans later on in, in the book. But they, the Freemasons... The, the Jesuits did get involved with uh, the Freemason lodges that, that Americans were associated with. And you can yeah, point towards at least a couple of founding fathers for that influence. That, that seems to have been um, possibly a bigger factor in some of this and, than necessarily the, the Freemasonry itself, from, uh, from what I was finding.
2: Wasn't Voltaire also like in with the. Like, I thought Voltaire uh, had like a bunch of Jesuit teachers. I don't think he ever said he was a te- uh, Jesuit, but he was like pro a lot of people that were Jesuits. Okay, that that'd be uh,
0: really interesting because I have a a secondary spin on this, which is the parallel secret society of the Illuminati in France.
2: Oh, hold on, let Do me guys let want me to see jump the up? okay. Hold on, I have the Voltaire quote that what? I was thinking of. Yeah, it took okay. twelve ign- a lot of- Well, it took twelve ignorant fishermen to establish Christianity. I will show the world how one Frenchman can destroy it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and yeah, everyone that, just sucks of... his dick so much. Oh, he was the best. He was the most enlightened, bestest person ever. <laughs> that's all it takes is just being I don't know, overtly anti-Christian because I don't know, maybe Satan actually runs the world. Who knows? But yeah, Voltaire. Uh, Voltaire had like a bunch of Jesuit teachers. He was a stupid asshole. God, I hate that guy.
0: (laughs) No, but that's interesting because uh, jump across the the pond or across the Atlantic Ocean over to the the French Revolution, which took place pretty much right after the American Revolution. I think uh, 1789 to 1799 are the years there. And 1776 was um, when the Illuminati Secret Society was founded in Germany or Bavaria at the time. And it had gone there by way of uh, J.C. Bode over to France and gotten itself involved with. It pretty much took over the French Freemason lodges, and so instead of standing for God and brotherhood, the Freemason lodges stood for enlightenment stuff, all all of those uh, you know super liber- liberal movements and falling uh, pretty much everything Voltaire wrote about at the time. Got involved in politics, blah blah blah. But you know what I hate about that—that er,
2: enlightenment shit and rationalism. Yeah like it lacks morality. They like try to pretend that they can be amoral, uh, moral, but if you're only going off of logic, you know, like you get like into, it, you get into like a robot movie and like the AI is like, well, the only logical thing is to lock all the humans in pods. And that's the only way to save them from themselves. Like if we kill all the humans, there will be no war. <laughs> like it's a logical process, but it always goes leads to something fucking horrifying. Uh, I swear to God, like every time with rational, with rationalism, um, if there, there's no God in rationalism. So that means that all of us are going to die and nothing happens once you're dead. So therefore logically everybody's life is meaningless unless it can sustain forever. So like that becomes the, the ultimate conclusion because, It really becomes absurdism where it's like oh life is absurd absurd make of it what you will uh find your own meaning in it and it just becomes then satanism do as thou wilt and uh i don't know it's just with rationalism it drives me insane because it inherently lacks morality because it just uh, logically if you could you can make an argument for the greater good you hear that all the fucking time Oh, it's for the greater good. So I had to slaughter 300,000 people. You know, like that shit happens all the time. And that's how they justify it is through rationalism. No, that's perfect, too, because uh,
0: kind of parallel and opposite Washington coming out of the French Revolution was Napoleon. And he did his whole whole conquering thing and uh, spreading enlightenment principles and, uh, you know, dissolving the, the Holy Roman Empire and all that stuff. But he was kind of then pretty quickly defeated his, uh, all the extra territory he, he conquered, you know, consolidated. He has no legacy, except as a, a villain and a failure. And uh, let's see what, let's see what he um, stood for. Uh, the ideas that underpin our modern world: meritocracy, equality before the law, property rights, religious toleration, modern secular education, sound finances and so on. Were championed consolidated codified and geographically extended by napoleon now doesn't that seem like someone that like the modern day would would love and want to talk about you know would have a good legacy but apparently not because he was following that uh that, that you know rationalism enlightenment voltaire philosophy in uh in
2: he well, so got a bunch of people killed for no America fucking did. reason like war is abhorrent yeah.
0: exactly Whereas, you know, when the war ended in uh, the Revolutionary War ended in America, we had relative peace for, you know, 20 years uh, for the most part. And Washington didn't grab more power for himself. He stepped down and he has this, this perfect, irreproachable legacy and, uh, you know, has in that own way, in that way, lived on forever more than a Napoleon ever will.
2: So there's yeah definitely a,
0: a contrasting um, So contrasting
2: ideals there. Step back real for one second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happened as a result of these? The Illuminati, which formed in 1776, nothing else important happened that year. (laughs) Um, What with them taking over France, like what's the what? What's the significance there? I guess.
0: So. Kind of the, the end conclusion is is nothing. As in the Illuminati, got they, they and their principals kind of took over the Freemason uh, lodges in France. They, um, them and their principals got involved with the uh, the Jacobin party, which was kind of running the the French uh, parliament uh, directory throughout the revolution. and then then, yeah, the same principles went on with Napoleon and conquering a big part of Europe. And then it kind of was just a, it immediately just all collapsed. And there's, there's, they ended the French, they, well, I mean, French Revolution and Napoleonic Wars didn't really end in a success there. So uh, nothing came out of it is kind of what, what I'm getting at. Uh,
2: you know what that reminds me of right there already? Uh, y- yeah. I just thought of this, but like, uh, I feel like the Illuminati taking over the Freemason lodges in France is the equivalent of like the Bilderberg group. We're in like, they started meeting in the fifties. They, no one acknowledged that they were meeting. They actually actively denied it. Like, Oh, we're not, we're not up to anything until like the mid eighties. And they're like, okay, we've been having some meetings. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Nothing nefarious. That's why we denied our existence for a while because we're trying to do so much good and we don't want credit for it because we're so, we're doing such good things. And then nothing ever came of it. Nothing ever came of our meetings. Don't worry about it. We just play backgammon. You know, it's it's (laughs) that's the whole point of a secret society. Like, the most powerful people in the fucking world are all meeting together, and nothing came of it? Okay. Like, that's how it feels when they're talking about the Illuminati and and Freemasons. (laughs) Like, yeah, they all died and went away. Don't worry about it. They all got
1: the power and started writing the history and wrote themselves out of it, basically.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: I mean, huh. look at the Freemasons today and it's just a, uh, you know, a group of old guys who hang out in old stone buildings uh, down like
1: downtown. That's talking about that's quorums it, right? and shit. Yeah. I think
0: yeah, so. Quorums. I have
1: no no idea. Soon yep, to find out
2: though. Yep, those are the ones running the world is the old guys drinking a beer at the Freemason lodge down the street. Not the ones doing symbology on every fucking media outlet you've ever seen and all of them are doing it. Oh, they all just end up with, they're all just really stumbly, and they all end up with black left eyes, and they all have to do the the mocking tongue, and they always do the the six, three sixes over the eye fucking okay sign over their one eye, because, not because we're doing Eye of Horus symbology or anything, no, no, it's, uh, it's just old guys having a beer and talking about the good old days. It's like, so fucking stupid if that people do actually, when people actually think that's all it is. It's like my my uncle's a Freemason, uh, and the Satan never came and gave him a fucking Faustian deal. So I, it's all bullshit. And you're like, okay, you're a retard if you think that's your uncle. They just gave him the keys the second he signed up. I mean, that that gets
0: us back to uh, back to the Revolutionary Wars here, where like for, for America coming out of it, it it was really yeah, it was really the church and it was really the um, you know. What uh, the the refusing to go enter into further conflict immediately that made America a success there and made America you know made what it was for the next however long like I I don't know that um, you know sure there's Freemason symbology everywhere and all these secret society symbology but I don't know that it necessarily like does anything like what 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 are you saying that does like when when you see a, a Stupid eye of pyramid of the back of your dollar bill sign
1: uh, it's a stake of territory, right? yeah, like it's, it's gang like signs, just, dude. It's like posting up a flag somewhere like that you're
2: marking territory like this is mine okay josh right? we've we've been we've been reading a lot while doing this show about different things like uh the plans for greater Israel and how they put out their. <laughs> They put out different symbology, and these little groups always are doing a nod and a wink. And every single thing they said they were going to do is coming to fruition in front of our eyes. It's not like it does nothing.
0: No, but that's okay. But Israel's a country backed, and they're backed by the UN and the US. What's you know what what's the modern day equivalent to a secret society? Like I'm, I'm thinking the World Economic Forum would be kind of the, the equivalent in a lot of ways, where you know you see their influence everywhere, but they're not actually doing things actively
2: okay so you know when you have like a company that owns like a billion other companies yes okay now imagine nations that way so go like uh if you're john d rockefeller and you own standard oil and it's clearly a monopoly you can't just say i'm john d rockefeller i'm king of the world and i own all the companies because then people are going to chop off your head so what you do is you go oh, the muckrakers came in and really broke me up. And then you just are the owner of 70 different companies. And then it's the illusion of competition, a.k.a. all the nations that just happen to use all the same banking system. And then you have an illusion of competition. You go, well, obviously Standard Oil doesn't run. Rockefeller doesn't run everything now. Standard Oil got broken up into 60 companies. It's like, yeah, he owns all of them still, from behind the scenes. And now he has a a more managers. Oh, this guy's the CEO here, CEO here, CEO here. Yeah, it's like chief executive officer. It's not the fucking owner. Um, and that's how nations work too, exactly like a fucking business. And it's the way you monopolize power with appearing like you're not.
0: Yeah, and that's um that's part of uh, what i was saying with the the success of the founding of founding of america where the reason george washington and the founding fathers had that power and have that legacy is because they you know looked like they gave it up for the the next election and the next generation and but so far as the secret society element of that goes i'm not sure it's as much the, the freemasons as it might be the church which like had you know it's it's not the church isn't a secret society it's an institution up there along with the government and the
2: international politics uh there's secret societies within the church though. So like that's how it works like so it's like oh here's the church here's the pope and the pope could be a f- just a figurehead. There's people probably tell the pope what to fucking do. Oh the pope uh, by the way also had the black eye, the left black eye, uh, you know. Real <laughs> real clumsy guy just happened to exactly smack his face right where every other fucking celebrity and major politician also falls and Hits his same eye and gets it all black. Um, I thought that was from the but COVID yeah, it, vaccine. It's, Secret societies. The implication <laughs> is that they are running shit from behind the scenes, just like with something like the Bilderberg Group, where it's like a hundred and forty the hundred and forty people that own everything all meet together, and then you have to assume ah nothing happens. They're probably talking about the next barbecue they're going to attend. It's like no. These people literally run the world. There's probably people behind them that run them. Like they they might be going there to get orders like fucking Charlie's Angels. You know, not have no idea. That's what we're saying, like the secrecy part of it is the problem. The problem. Just like the- Charlie's Angels, yes Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking where was charlie getting his orders from you don't know they're just the people carrying it out so, i mean in, in this scenario is benjamin
0: franklin just uh pulling the strings of washington and you know
2: probably not America. he's probably literally a messenger boy to then go tell them uh hey this is what the bosses said if we uh don't want to lose this war immediately like
0: i mean that's like to to an extent I, I don't think that's necessary. And that, like, sure, that could be happening behind the scenes. But also, if you just look at the, the cultural differences between uh, the Freemasons and the Enlightenment Illuminati, like, the outcomes of the, the, the wars make perfect sense. The, what happens, like, just goes, comes directly from the cultural side of that. And looking at it, you know, it, the fact that it's a social group among, uh, among the people founding the country, it doesn't have to be any more than that.
1: But it obviously is, though, because you understand like how power is acquired, right? Like exactly how uh, Aaron explained the whole situations with nation building and nations owning other nations and all these things. The people that own control over these things—if—if if, if it wasn't them, it was going to be someone else. It's like the natural progression of human, uh, uh, human like desire, human greed, basically. N- That's what's driving that, them.
2: Just on a if just go on a secular level with this. If they weren't in their fucking just their social club, they wouldn't have been recruiting General von Stupin or whatever the fuck that guy's name was out of Germany, like he He's hanging out in the same clubs. Like they go to get together and talk about how to fucking rule the world. All the for all the guys running the revolutionary war were rich as fuck. It's not like the peasants elected them to anything before then. They just organized it through their fucking society through their social club
0: yeah that, that is an interesting thing about the revolutionary war too is that uh, n- none of the founding fathers were in high positions of political power in, in america at the time like some of them uh, only a handful of them were actually in, in politics at all and none of none of them were governors or anything like that like at, at most they were part of the continental continental congress at the time and uh, well, so
1: th- them being like politicians would imply that they'd be like They'd be under direct control of the crown, though, which they obviously all hated. But
0: but, but like Aaron was saying, they didn't come out of these positions of influence. How did they get together? How did they become the
2: leaders of the revolution is, is the question then. How they even got one started is kind of incredible. It's almost like they had very structured backing, in my opinion. I don't know. Just the story doesn't seem to add up that much to me that they just met by candlelight in enough bars in Boston until they fucking started a revolution.
0: I mean, we we see uh what was the revolution started over? It's kind of a you know, lack of representation, a, a divide between, you know, the class divide, all that stuff. Um what, what do we what do we have today in America? We have we have a couple of those things going on, right? A couple of repeats of um similar similar motivations, similar situations.
2: Yeah, except all of the fucking uh All the people that want to revolt Uh, every or every time that there's a uh some kind of movement. It's our it's like a controlled op. Like there's no revolution brewing like they're not. Even like January 6th is just all fake Antifa Antifa breaking shit is fake BLM throwing bricks through shit and starting riots starts controlled. It's done on purpose. It's not. Takes off metric fuck ton of organizing to actually get a real revolution going, well, or yeah, something you, you so need, horrifying that you have no choice.
1: Well, you need a catalyst to get the masses behind your agenda, basically. Catalyst, in part, being like, uh, what was it? the the Tea Party
2: and everything like that. You know what that was? Do you know what the catalyst was then? A three percent sales tax.
0: Yeah, yeah. How how is the Boston Tea Party different from like the January sixth riot? Or nine eleven is it? Uh, Were we supposed to to rally behind with nine eleven? What when when, when you go to therapy? Oh
2: shit, were those was that cargo insured? (laughs) 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 Oh, thank God I took out a double dose of ocean insurance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <I> can... <laughs>
0: Dude, you sure you want this? To do? Literally no one has filed a like you know, filed a claim for ocean insurance. It was
2: revolution
1: insurance. Thank you very much. And they made out four times as much money as they put in. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> now coming to the revolution, they they uh they started they started the practice of uh paying for interest on loans and uh, never actually paying any shit off and just always being a country and debt. It just That's what we came out of the revolution with.
2: The the thing is so mystifying to me about the uh, Revolutionary War story is that like within 20 years of it being over we were already in another war because we didn't sign a fucking Rothschild charter like and that's I think re signed I think we even signed one before that Uh, and that was in 1810 so like I feel like there's people that were organizing it that we were beholden to and when we didn't come through on our end of it Immediately tried to cripple us and put us in debt successfully until we signed it.
0: I mean, were those the what secret society was that, or what was that like influence there? That like the Rothschild were, you know, they're, they're huge international influence even at that point in time. Like sure it's happening behind the scenes but
2: but uh, that's what I mean I mean I'm just saying you, that the official story is bullshit not necessarily that that's a secret society type thing what Although, secret,
1: wait hold on what secret society do you think the Rothschilds are a part of
2: they're like their own thing they're like beyond secret they're like the people that give secret societies their fucking orders oh really okay you think it's well like that? you try to yeah. look up how much the Rothschilds are worth and it's like they own every bank and they're like Rothschilds are worth uh ten billion dollars it's like uh what? It's a
0: modest ten billion.
2: <laughs> yeah, you try to look it up, it's like they own all the money. All of it. They don't have it even a number to their worth. What are you talking about? Like
1: they they adjust it with inflation every year. So it's it's always been like ten billion in like nineteen twenties money. It was they try to
2: billion. say like they the Rothschild family <laughs> owns some absurdly low amount for what you're like, uh they own way everyone knows they have worth way more than that. Like it's crazy. Every super inflated net worth value, you see this one that's very modest. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's insane. So
0: No, but so so with all of this, kind of the point I was I was wanting to make or trying to make is that I, I don't think secret societies are a big deal. Like if you look at the Founding Fathers, it's not some majority or even some large amount of the most influential ones uh you know coming to founding America that were involved with uh, you know, much or at all with the Freemasons. Oh, and like so there's there's you know there's enough involvement that there's going to be some influence but I think that you know, the cultural influence is kind of enough there and even yeah and then going over the, the French Revolution as well coming out of that I think the, the cultural influence is enough to describe that as well but not that there was any any
2: strings being pulled. You, you, you're you looking at secret societies like going like oh the French uh, adopted rationalism and that came from the Illuminati to illuminate Oh, uh, and and that just, that got really the fight, that stoked the fires of revolution culturally. And it's like, no, that's not how wars are started. That's...
0: No, it, it didn't start the war. It, it, like, neither of, these, neither of these groups, I don't think, started the war. They just kind of got involved with them in the middle and helped, you know, influence what came out of the wars.
2: Yeah, see, that's right. I think that's like that's kind of nonsense. Like, we had, in America, we had two presidents, uh, or two uh, presidential candidates... That were both Skull and Bones members, George W. Bush and John Kerry. It's like that's that's the literal power of secret societies. That's a group that five, they get five members a year, and two of them were presidential candidates.
0: I mean, that's if you look at stats for you know college fraternities and who are uh, executives of like in you know major businesses, uh, major corporations. Like, there's a, a one-to-one cor- correlation there as well.
2: Yeah, it's almost it's, like that's it's like collusion. It's, 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 what are you talking about? Cool. That's the that's our point. That's that's not collusion. That's
0: that's uh, uh, nepotistic fraternal, you know, fraternal whatever. Nepotism
2: is collusion, by the way. You know that, right? Well, if it, I go, yes, hey, Josh, I mean, so like, you're my buddy, so uh, I'm gonna hire you. Fuck everybody else. So I'm gonna do the, the interview process. Yeah, but, but you isn't isn't
1: isn't that what Josh is explaining what this is? Basically, this whole thing is just a, like an, a bunch of old dudes networking with each other and working with each other. They're all of higher wealth and status. And so they're obviously doing business with each other all the time.
2: Yes. And they, and they and, know and all and so, the other
1: rich people. And so they're like, well, let's just officiate this, this thing that we're doing together as something, you know, as like this weird fraternal thing. Okay, so... Yeah, and I don't think it necessarily goes past that
2: at all. Okay, so your argument... This is where we actually differ. I think we think the exact same thing. So your argument is... Oh, they're totally just collusion all the time at the top... And they're fucking everybody and making plans to fuck everybody. The fact that they're in the social group doesn't matter, though. And I'm like... The social groups where they get together to fuck everybody over... And make their secret weird plans. Like, who cares... You, so we both think they're doing the same thing but your your contention is the well the freemason Lodge is where they go to play shuffleboard they do the collusion afterwards like <laughs> like the collusion is the fucking whole point the people in these secret societies are colluding to fuck everybody over and enslave the entire world constantly right like no,
0: that's 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 the next step that's like I don't see that that next conspiracy point of that. It is it, it stops at the
1: networking element of it. You know it. Yes, but once they once they network and they stop playing shuffleboard for twenty minutes, what the fuck do rich what wealthy they people start talking about other than rich wealthy things that they plan on doing in the future with each other?
2: <laughs> yeah, but after they're done talking about the yacht that they bought, <laughs> yeah. I'm going
1: to build a railway all the way across America. It's like, oh, we can get some supplies out there. We can build some shit. We can set up our first mason lodge over there. That'll be the first thing we build.
0: <laughs> Center of the town around it. Right. Great.
2: But just- <laughs> How much did that cost? Like 20,000 dead Chinese slaves. Who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> what a bargain. <laughs> yeah, and that conversation about the 20,000 yeah. dead Chinese slaves building their railroad, that's the evil part we're all talking about. When we say secret societies.
1: Yeah, Josh. And that's what I'm saying with like the collusion and the conspiracies that come out of these things. Like, obviously, these people are getting together. And this is uh, through probability. It is like what they are talking about. The plans that they will be doing moving forward with each other. Like, obviously, like that.
2: Like, How many times? How many things did we show with like Rockefeller and, and uh, JP Morgan fucking working together on like. Taking over medicine and and education and like they were oh, just they were... working together.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so the question with this is which of the founding fathers actually uh came out of you know the rest of their lives well? And yeah, I'm trying to try to think through uh Andrew Jackson where
2: oh, he got shot. <laughs> he didn't die though from it. <laughs> no one comes out alive so you're just saying you're no,
0: not, not no 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 but well so so i'm thinking for example like off. oh uh you see look at people who were not involved or less involved hamilton died young uh george washington he effectively died young um and you know not rich anymore and uh the i don't think the morrison guy was involved and he died you know supposedly penniless um, franklin et cetera et cetera uh, but Benjamin Franklin, how how did he end up with the rest, rest of his life? I don't uh, uh, particularly know. Josh, you guys, he was a I, seven I'm year pre-
2: old man. He went down and he got his fucking face carved onto a goddamn mountain like Achilles. Are you kidding me? Like yeah, I'm pretty sure. How did that they go down, it down well? They, very well. They were afterward. running the country. They're not like just because uh, they they wrote in their book. Uh, oh yeah, they were penniless. Who? What are you talking about? The pe- the president of the United States was definitely not penniless. You know, as much as they want to fucking bitch and moan, like they oh we gave everything. <laughs> it's just to add to their fucking legacy. It's all horse shit.
0: You're making a point. Uh, uh yeah, you're making a good point. Um, yeah, I
2: don't, I don't know. If, He's uh, the f- Franklin's the first fucking fat bald guy to go down looking like a goddamn superhero to the point where they're like, <laughs> oh, he invented lightning by putting a key on a kite. Like he, they're actually giving him fucking superpowers, and you're like. What the fuck? What are you talking about how did they end what, up well?
0: What what are we doing a, a shit you learned in school on Jess Franklin stuff?
1: Yeah, I I have an answer for how well Franklin came out of it. Oh, uh, okay. He's yeah, please, still please remarked as one of the wealthiest Americans of all time.
0: <laughs> okay, goddammit, you win, Aaron. Fuck. <laughs> Man, that's that's uh, that's something I was I was kind of figuring out with um all these all these individuals uh, and where investment and uh, multi-generational wealth wasn't a big thing back then. Um, Whereas kind of the the East India trade companies from Europe that were the main investment hubs and actual wealth going on, like generational wealth. But if someone, if Franklin was able to, uh, yeah, go down as one of the richest guys in history, uh, Aaron, you you have a point.
2: Well, not only that, but like a lot of these people that are in these roles when you learn about a nation... From Napoleon all the way to the Founding Fathers, in my opinion, are figureheads working for those generational wealth people. When, when they say America went into great debt, what that means is that they took out loans backed on the citizens' dollars, future dollars, that we're definitely paying off. You're in national debt. We're, we're always paying off, which is a form of slavery. Cause I didn't sign for any of those fucking loans, well, well, but well, apparently I'm paying a trade them off.
0: deficit this year.
2: Oh yeah, and it's like, so these people, you're like, oh, what's their generation? They're figureheads for the guys collecting our fucking interest rates. Like, that's it. There's people that the guy collecting the seven percent on the fucking national debt. Those guys, those are those are the ones that benefited, and they're giving orders to the guys to get their fucking faces etched in mountains. That's how it works. That's my case. That's my point. I, that's how I view the world, I guess. And they get their orders in these fucking secret societies where they all meet up and then they pretend like, oh, we were just smoking cigars and drinking scotch. Oh, Benjamin Franklin and his French whores. Oh, <laughs> we were just being <laughs> rich and fun. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's all you were doing. that that's why there is that's why there was uh 1200 bones in a in a fucking well capped off with cement in benjamin franklin's house in france because he definitely wasn't like doing weird shit and like fuck fuck murdering a bunch of children no that wasn't happening no he he was uh inventing bifocals and and tying keys to kites (laughs) as he overthrew the king with his other hand
0: was the well was the well capped with a a gold cap and it had some some blue uh, blue stripes painted down it,
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this
0: the little Saint James.
2: Anyone? Oh. <laughs> Jesus, Josh. Wait, um, no. So I, our here. own audio engineer, calling in the middle of <laughs> a recording. What?
0: I <laughs> can wait another t- ten
2: <laughs> minutes. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I I still differ. Uh, it, my opinion differs a little uh, a little bit, but I I think. Uh, we can definitely agree on the just straight up collusion um, and conspiracy involved with uh, you know networking within these groups.
2: Yeah. Okay. You, you're like there's collusion, but it's in, it's congressional hall, the Freemason hall. No, no collusion. That's that's for relaxing. <laughs> like I, I don't think we differ as much as you think.
0: No, but like the the institution of these secret societies kind of means nothing. It's the fact of these individuals and the positions that they're in that anything happens. That's that's where the disconnect was happening in my brain.
2: Okay, I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. The richest people in the world all always deciding to form little groups and always meet together to, you know, just talk shop. That's nothing. It's just the fact that they're powerful to begin with is the problem. It's like, these secret societies, I believe, is how they get powerful. And sometimes... When somebody becomes powerful out of some like attention to detail like Osama bin Laden's said, he gets invited <laughs> to the meeting. And they see how they can fucking... They go, hey, buddy, come here. This is how this works. Here's your orders. Or we can kill you, one or the other. And no one will ever know your name. We'll sink you on the Titanic like J.P. Morgan's uh, fucking rivals. <laughs> That's a good episode to talk about sometime too. Yeah, Or or you can just... You know, you can play ball. Because there's... Groups way more powerful than you, above you, and we'll let you be, you and your family be successful forever, but you gotta do, here's your orders.
0: There's actually, a, there's a good comic book about that where, like, uh, it's, it's the financial institutions at the uh, you know, early 20th century and they kind of uh, trade, trade, trade centuries making deals with the devil or being responsible for running the world.
2: Well, e- even, it's, it's known already in just stupid things, not even running nations, just talking about, like, media. You talk about Hollywood, they're all like they all have to do the symbolism, they all have to do the different rituals, they do it over and over and over again and that's how you're allowed to be successful you have to play by their rules they set up these rules so that there's a fucking hierarchy like a military it's like, oh, you want to be successful? Here here's your orders, do all this stuff you'll be successful. If not you'll overdose You know, it, that's how they do it <laughs> It's like really obvious.
0: Die penniless. (laughs) You'll
2: kill yourself while in a maximum security situation, while the guards fall asleep and all the cameras turn off at the right time, and that's how. And you'll just know that that's the time to hang yourself when all the cameras malfunction. You know things like that. And inspiration's gonna strike. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, we 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 got a bit into the secret societies as you know they from a few hundred years ago, and as of today, where their place in the world is. Any final thoughts before we get to uh, the scientific societies?
1: What's your thesis? <laughs> <laughs> my the-
0: my okay. thesis was that they're not a big deal. Like, okay. they,
1: the so that's, societies
2: aren't a
0: big deal. Oh, that's Better a question. What's, your gun to, what's
2: the gun to the head argument? What's your question for us? Gun to your head.
0: Uh, gun, to the he- uh, gun to your head. Would the Revolutionary War have turned out the same without Freemasonry in America? No,
2: are you saying without secret societies at all, or without? that Oh, one well, yeah, without secret
0: societies at all. Like, I, I mean, because
2: they would have just said, like, we're the Knights Templar. Ooh. Like, <laughs> in, 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 in a <laughs> like when
0: the, one. I mean, it, it's like when the Illuminati went to the, um, <laughs> the went to France. They were the 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 uh, ph- lodge of philolithies or whatever. But no, that's
2: yeah, that one's catchy. That's, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, is great. How I would answer it is, I think there's. The reason the American Revolution happened the way that it did is because of collusion outside of the realm of just some rich guys and the peasantry revolting. There was collusion to make it happen from powerful people that meet up in these secret societies that facilitated it happening. It didn't just happen organically like they say. So, no, it wouldn't have happened without the secret society collusion stuff in my opinion.
1: Awesome. Okay. Bob? Yeah, I don't think it would have happened the same way. I don't think it would have. Cool. Uh,
0: I think that that, uh, wraps that up. Let's uh, go over to Scientist Discover.
1: Oh, shit. Aaron, you're going to love this one.
2: (laughs) Great. I always love these.
1: New clues suggest people reached the Americas around 30,000 years ago. Ancient bones from Mexico rock shelter point to humans arriving earlier than often assumed. So we get to the good good bit here. You get to the fourth paragraph of this article, and it leads, radiocarbon analysis of six rabbit bones from the site's deepest sediment yielded unexpectedly old ages. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How does that equate to people? The were, researchers, were these rabbits
0: the same species of rabbits as today, or were they they pre-evolved? Uh,
1: that they didn't they didn't <laughs> disclose. The researchers report online May nineteenth in Latin America and antiquity. Uh, the sediment also contained chipped and sharpened edge so, uh, stones regarded as tools by the site's lead excavator. So we have a couple of these stones here right i think this is Uh,
2: you know what it was josh those rabbits had feathers (laughs) oh there we go
0: (laughs) i can't believe rabbits today are so poorly
2: represented
1: (laughs) this is i blame hollywood this is the uh the stone tool that they found
2: that's what they found so they found a white pebble and they decided that means that people were here thirty thousand years ago they
1: found a white pebble next to (laughs) josh was saying he's like i've seen sharper stones in the river
2: <laughs> I was just gonna say that dude. like that's uh This doesn't look like anything different than like a rock you find in a creek.
0: Well, <laughs> well, but that's clearly a sharp tool. Imagine so it may not look special to you, but imagine stabbing that into a rabbit. Like yeah, you see how effective it is?
2: Eh, a dinosaur rabbit though. I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> I, I just love it <laughs> the if hides find... and feathers, great. They, they
1: find some rabbit bones and, like, a rock, and they're like, holy shit, humans were here 30,000 years ago.
2: <laughs> wow. My millionaire dad is definitely going to get me to be the professor of Williams <laughs> and Mary now in <laughs> uh, <of> archaeology. <laughs> oh, shit. Woo. None of this is fake at all. Uh, I found yeah. sharp, sharper rocks in the river. <laughs> you have is, thousands yeah, I mean, of them.
0: Is, is there any, like... Legitimate way to tell whether or not something was intentionally crafted uh, as as ambiguously as something as big as this.
2: Oh no! no. I mean, you can tell when you find like an arrowhead; it looks, it's not a natural thing. But like, that's not an arrowhead. That's just a fucking rock. That's just a rock on a fucking rock. That's kind of triangular, and he's like, "Oh, this is an ancient tool. What was that connected to?" (laughs)
0: Well, no, you, you could see uh, it, it, it. The notch on the rock actually fits these uh, these bruises or you know uh, breaks in the rabbit's bones. They could kind of you know, see. Oh, it was used to uh, uh, you know cut or skin this rabbit.
2: That must be. It must be by this rabbit toe fragment. We can tell that it was broken apart <laughs> yeah. by a primitive arrowhead.
0: Dude, look at the two micrometer, th- twenty micrometer scale in that picture. <laughs> like this is the biggest rabbit. Fractured yeah. toe that we've ever found. It's
2: not even a big pointy rock. It's so tiny. It's it's the top segment of your finger, and it's not even quite that bit. Like it's as big as like the top segment of your middle finger.
0: They make the mistake of including like have having a picture in a hand so you can see how unbelievably small it is. At least the other <laughs> stupid length article picture is like, oh, here's a uh, one centimeter scale. <laughs> I know you don't know how big one centimeter is, do you? <laughs> of course not.
2: I love actually when we that was my favorite one we ever did for these old bones and stuff is when they had like the it looks like kind of impressive. It's like these 12 things that they find and the whole thing is like two centimeters long. So there was literally like <laughs> microscopic pebbles and they're like, oh, this is bone <laughs> fragments and we built a piranosaurus out of it. like <laughs> off.
0: Do, uh, Bob, do you know how uh, how complete of rabbit bone samples they found or how big of rabbit bone samples they found?
2: Who gives a shit? They found some fucking chicken bones. Oh, I just want and to decided make decided that stupid ch- humans okay. lived here 30,000 years ago. Fuck you. That is so retarded. Yeah, all,
1: all they say about the rabbit bones is their um, radiocarbon dating analysis up to 30,000 years and that there were six of them. So, yeah. <laughs> they found six rabbit bones and a, a rock. And they have determined this. Science has determined this for us. Yeah.
0: So Thanks, science.
1: Goddamn.
2: (laughs) I know, you. uh, like, you might not be with me on dinosaurs are totally fake, but, dude, now you've started looking at, like, fucking paleontology and shit. It's so stupid, right?
1: (laughs) uh, Paleontology and archaeology are definitely the fakest sciences ever... Ever?
2: (laughs) Yeah, ever. Oh, God. (laughs) Look there an
1: Egypt episode sometime? That'd be (laughs) cool.
2: They can't agree on anything, and the numbers they come up with are so fucking preposterous. This is, like, modest for them. To say that a pebble and a rabbit bone means humans were here 30,000 years ago is, like, one of the most conservative paleontarchaeologists of all time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what that plus-minus is on on that
2: 30,000,
1: though. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's like thirty yeah, thousand it's always twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety five years. It's like <laughs> uh, any any time between thirty thousand years ago and yesterday, there was rabbit bones here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love
1: like the logical leaps though because like they they find these things and they go, okay, well, the chips on the bone is obviously from this tool that we just found next to it here. But it's like, well, couldn't something have happened to those bones to cause over 30,000 years? Over 30,000 years, nothing happened to them?
0: Didn't you see how deep in the sediment they were? They were, uh, you know, pretty secure there for 30,000 years.
2: Yep. Those rabbits died, and then no one ever went in that cave again for 30,000 years. Nothing
1: (laughs) nothing could ever alter that.
2: (laughs) I mean... Yeah, might, have been a, might have been a solar flare or two in like 6,000 ice ages, but d- don't worry about it.
0: That doesn't affect radiocarbon dating, does it?
2: Nope, it not at all. It
1: definitely shouldn't.
2: Those bones stay as radioactive as ever. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> Perfect. I think that's right. it, gentlemen.
2: I'm, I hope you guys like Josh's uh Covering up the importance of secret societies for his overlords at the CIA <laughs> didn't fool me though. <laughs> so Josh passed me. the
1: test, Aaron. <laughs> Josh, great which, job. Which secret society
2: are you a part of?
1: Uh, the Knights
0: Templar, because crusades are just so fucking great.
2: That is the most based secret yeah, society.
0: Yeah, all
2: right. We can still there be friends. Then. Right answer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Holy Crusade win. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Don't tell me you don't like my show.
2: You've got mail. What the fuck?